Thank you for choosing Raising Foodies, the Babies podcast series launched in 2022. At Babies, we believe the weaning journey for your little ones should be fun and enjoyable to encourage them to have a positive relationship with food. We produce food for babies and our ingredients are 100% organic with no added salt, sugar or preservatives. Our range is veg-led with a variety of fantastic flavours. Available direct from our website or selected supermarkets. Hello and welcome to Raising Foodies, a podcast from babies and myself, Catherine Lipp, registered nutritionist and specialist in infant and early childhood nutrition. This podcast is here to provide you with evidence-based weaning advice and offer a helping hand to any parent who is embarking on the wonderful weaning journey. Hello and welcome to the next episode of our Raising Foodies podcast with me, Catherine Lipp, registered nutritionist and company nutritionist for babies. Now in this episode, I'm going to talk to you all about when to reduce milk feeds for your baby during the weaning process. And this is a question that I get asked a lot by parents because it can be quite confusing. It can be quite difficult to know when is the right time um, to be cutting out milk feeds or cutting down on milk feeds and how much milk should my baby be having at different stages. So, um, the difficulty is there's no right or wrong answer with this and every baby is quite different um, and it's really about responding to your baby's cues and signals. Um, when milk intake reduces will really depend on how your baby is adjusting to solid food um, and how much food they're eating and how much variety they are receiving through their weaning diet as well. So this is why it's so variable and although lots of parents will you know ask me for kind of specific ages that we should be reducing milk feeds or um, specific amounts of milk and quantity of milk particularly if they're formula feeding it's really difficult to sort of be very prescriptive um, because not only will every baby be different but also the same baby may need different amounts of milk on different days depending on what's going on with their appetite what's going on with their mood are they feeling a bit under the weather do they need a little bit more comfort that day and and milk can be so much more than about just satisfying hunger it can really be used for sort of comfort as well so there's a lot going on and it's never black and white so it really is about kind of taking a very responsive feeding approach um, with milk and with solid food as well Um, and that responsive feeding approach really means kind of reacting to your baby's cues and signals and following their lead in terms of appetite your role as the parent or the caregiver is to provide the foods um, or to provide the milk but the important thing is that we really put trust in babies to know how much of everything that they need and to understand that they will naturally adapt to the balance between milk feeds and solid feeds as they take on more solid food so we can guide that process but it's really important that we do respond and adapt to your baby's cues and signals so if we start at the beginning when you first start weaning your baby's milk intake shouldn't actually change very much at all um we talked about this right back at the beginning of our raising foodies podcast series um about kind of introducing first foods and actually 
Weaning is often referred to as complementary feeding and that can be very useful to remember because complementary feeding reminds us that we are actually complementing the milk diet with solid food. We're not actually weaning them off milk just yet. We are complementing their milk diet by adding in some new tastes, some new flavours and some solid food to start that journey. But we're not going to be reducing any milk feeds, certainly for the first part of weaning. Um, So solid food should be offered on top of all of your baby's usual milk feeds. So you are continuing to offer milk feeds on demand throughout the day. And when we start weaning, we start with one meal a day, gradually building up to two and then eventually three meals a day. And all of that will be on top of their usual milk feed. And the reason for that is because at six months, your baby is growing very rapidly and they will need all of their usual milk feeds to meet their energy requirements. Um, Particularly at the very early stages of weaning, when we're using vegetables um, in particular as as first flavours, the flavour exposure is brilliant, but vegetables don't contain a lot in the way of energy. So if we are cutting down milk feeds and just offering vegetables as a replacement, your baby won't be getting the same amount of energy. So that's why it's really important that we're doing those first tastes and first flavours on top of your baby's usual milk feeding routine and that will continue for quite some time until really your baby starts to show signs that they're they're refusing the milk a little bit or they're turning down that milk a little bit Um, and you might find that that starts to happen as your baby adapts to weaning they get very used to this new routine. They may be taking slightly larger portions of food at each meal time. They might be moving on from two to three meals a day and they're getting more variety in their diet as well. So when we can be sure that they're, they're taking care of their energy requirements a bit more through food and they're getting a good variety of nutrients through that solid food diet, that's when you might find that their milk intake naturally reduces a little bit to make way for more food. Um, But even at this point, the breast or the formula milk or a combination of the two is still really important for your baby's diet and it continues to be a really useful source of energy and nutrients. So the overriding advice is to follow your baby's lead and continue to offer milk feeds in between meals on demand as your baby needs it throughout the day and the night as well. Um, And just continue with your weaning journey. As your baby becomes more and more established on solid food and they're, they're sort of very used to having three meals a day, you might notice then that solid food is becoming a bit more of a dominant part of your baby's diet and, and milk feeds might be taking a bit more of a back seat. But that process should really be led by your baby. And the age at which your baby drops the milk feed will, as I say, vary widely from baby to baby and it really does depend on how they're adapting to solid food. As we know from the previous episode where we talked about what to do if your baby is not accepting solid food so well, um, it's every baby is different um, and they will all go at a different pace in terms of how quickly they adapt to two and then three meals a day and, and the quantities of food as well. So it really is important to take the lead from your baby and also recognise, as I said earlier, that there will be days where your baby goes through 
through a period of, you know, perhaps eating really well and accepts three meals a day very readily and takes quite large portions of food. But if they um, are going through a bit of a a fussy phase or um, a bit of a developmental leap, they're teething or they're feeling a bit under the weather with illness, all of these things can affect their appetite for food. And the chances are at those times they're going to regress a little bit back towards the milk because the milk provides fluid as well as nutrition, as well as comfort. And that's going to be what your baby wants when they're going through those sort of phases. So this is why it's really important to kind of have that responsive feeding approach and and look out for those cues and signals for your little one. Um, But the whole way through weaning, we want to think of milk as um, an important top up of energy and nutrients. So almost think of it as as a sort of snack in between meals babies don't need food snacks until much later so sort of 12 months plus um so the milk is a really useful snack to have in between their solid food meals so that they have the opportunity to top up on important nutrients um, and energy as well um so as weaning progresses um as i say initially we're not changing the amount of milk at all and then we just see how your baby responds so as they adapt more and more to solid food they move on to two meals and then eventually three meals a day you're letting your baby take the lead in how much milk they want to have Um, we're responding to their cues we're responding to their signals and we are offering milk feeds regularly in between solid foods as that opportunity for them to snack on the milk in between those solid food meals. For some babies, you might notice that around sort of nine or nine and a half, ten months, maybe even a little bit later, that's when that shift happens and they start to perhaps drop a milk feed um, or they are taking much less milk at each meal time and that is a sort of natural progression it's a it's think of it as a bit like a gradient um, so what's happened is that at the beginning of life the milk is providing all of the nutrients and by 12 months that gradual decline in milk intake is happening as we increase the amount of solid food that they are having and that sort of that crossover when that shift happens from from one having the more dominant part of the diet to the other is really very individual but usually there is a shift at some point where babies will naturally start to um, decline milk or take less or drop a feed but what's important is that you continue to offer it it offer it regularly so that they have the opportunity to decide. Um, And then really, the sort of thinking about the long-term goals, what we want to do is from 12 months onwards, we want to make sure that your baby is having three main meals a day. We might start to introduce solid food snacks in between the meals as well then. Um, And from 12 months onwards, sort of a ballpark figure to think about, to sort of prepare yourself for, is that we want to limit milk intake to around about 350, 400 mils of milk across 24 hours from 12 months onwards. Um, and, And so before that, during the weaning journey, you're gradually aiming towards that goal. Um, you know, after the age of one, we do really want to encourage um, baby, if they haven't done so already, to make that shift onto more of a, a food-based diet. 
milk is still important and it still exists um so if they're still enjoying that or you want to continue breastfeeding that's absolutely fine um but what we often find is that children if they are past the age of 12 months and they're still having the majority of their energy and nutrients from milk and taking very little solid food those children might be um, a bit more inclined to be fussy eaters Um, they may be a bit more at risk of things like iron deficiency anemia as well Um, and that's because milk isn't a brilliant source of iron and going back to the episode we did a, a couple of times ago about important nutrients for your baby we know that iron is a really key one um so this is where it can help to sort of guide that a little bit um and if you find that your baby isn't making the shift and is really you know a milk lover um and is refusing all solid food in preference for milk it might be worth speaking to a health professional um so you can get in touch with a registered nutritionist your health visitor or a registered dietitian um for a bit of input and how to kind of push them forward a little bit with that shift but most babies will make that gradual transition from a a milk dominant diet to a more food dominant diet in their own pace in their own time and there's no set criteria around how quickly that pace should be set at or by what age your baby should be having certain amounts of milk to drink um so the overriding message is really just to to feed responsively respond to your baby's cues and make sure that you are continuing to offer milk feeds regularly um but gradually trying to increase the variety and the quantity of food that your baby accepts as weaning goes on So thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope you have found it useful. Um, I'm sorry that there aren't sort of definitive cutoffs in terms of how much milk or how much food your baby should be having at different ages. But that is just to allow for the the differences between babies and the uniqueness of one baby to the next. So I hope you will join me for our next episode on this Raising Foodies podcast where I will be talking to you all about how to wean a vegetarian baby. So I look forward to joining you then.